to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. I reached out mentally for something to hold on to and found a life ring waiting. Yes, Edward, you can do this. See? You are going to save her. Alice showed me a thousand glimpses of the future. Bella smiling. Bella laughing, Bella reaching for my hand, Bella holding her arm open for me, Bella staring into my eyes with fascination, Bella walking next to me at school, Bella sitting beside me in her truck, Bella sleeping in my arms, Bella pressing her hand against my cheek, Bella holding my face and pressing her lips carefully against mine. A thousand different scenes with Bella, healthy and whole, alive and happy, and with me. The bliss, the physical joy, dimmed. The taste of venom was strong. It was still too soon. I will show you when, Alice promised. Emily. Yes. New patron. Yay. Yes. I know, right? Every time I get that little ding, it's like fluttery butterflies, and I'm so happy. Cute. (laughs) We would love to welcome Angela from Michigan to our Patreon. Welcome, welcome. So here's what's been happening. A lot of the people in the Twilight fandom Instagram world have had their Instagram pages taken down, us included, for some reason, which makes no sense to me because as far as I can tell, we're not a fandom page. We are a podcast page. Uh, We have done our part by reaching out to (laughs) Instagram every single day. Uh, asking them to please verify us and to please reinstate our account. And the only thing we've been getting back from them are error codes telling us that we're doing it all incorrectly. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, our 
Instagram page is back up. But if it's not, we ha- there are many other ways to contact us. You can private message us individually on our own personal uh, Instagram pages. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You can email us at remembertwilightpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a website. I don't know if you guys knew that. We say it at the end of every single episode, <laughs> but we do have a website. We do. We're also on Twitter, and we're also on TikTok. So, What is our website called? Uh, TheRememberPodcast.com? Yes, ma'am. So anyway, if you would like to talk to us, we would also like to talk to you. Mm-hmm. We love you. We miss uh, we miss our Instagram page. <laughs> yes, it was lovely. It is gone. <laughs> a hole is in my life now. I don't know where to turn for new notifications. <laughs> Uh, all of our DMs are gone. I have no mm-hmm. way of like seeing who I was in the middle of a conversation with. Yeah, it's very disorienting. Uh, even me, who like b- basically the only thing I did was like post about the episodes. I'm like, oh, that was one of my only jobs, and now I can't even do it. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, it's disorienting. It's weird. We don't understand why. We don't know what happened. Um, hopefully, it'll be back. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. (laughs) My name is Marin. Um, Hello, also from me, my name is Emily. And you are listening to Remember Remember Twilight. Twilight. I almost said the Remember Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is called Remember Twilight. Yes. And it is where we talk about... Twilight. Twilight. But today we're not talking about Twilight. We're talking about Twilight the Remix, <laughs> a.k.a. Midnight Sun. And we are on Midnight Sun Chapter 26. Ugh. Blood. Blood. Whoops. Blood. What happened last week? Well, I'll tell you. Lots of shaking on my part. <laughs> also on the car's part, I think. Yeah. So um, Edward and... Emmett and Carlisle got to Arizona. They were like, cool, good. We're going to pick up Bella. Mm, nope. Bella took off. Uh, so then it's literally two and a half high-speed chases through Arizona to find Bella. Two and a half, indeed. It's very nervous. Well, you've got the first one in the little car, mm-hmm. and then you have the second one in the SUV, and then you have to go through the town. Mm-hmm. That's the half. Right. Very scary, very nervous. Uh, we left with Edward uh, launching himself at the door of the ballet studio where they now know that Bella is with the tracker. Yeah. Last week he was at the door. This week he is through the door. <laughs> That's where we begin. <laughs> Cute. That's literally right. Uh, it's a very dramatic. The door shatters around him, flying off the wall in pieces. I love this Edward drama. Like, he doesn't spare any expense for us. Like, it's everything. He could have gone through any old wall, <laughs> no. but he was like, I'm dibs the whole door. <laughs> Me. I want the shards of wood. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, you. Edward. <laughs> Also it's with even, a roar. Yeah, it's it's a it's a boom and a roar. Have you guys seen George of the Jungle? <laughs> no. I, what? No. Excuse me. I have not. Weird. I I yeah. Kind of weird. It's not great, but it is uh, very this. Tim Robbins. You're the movie gal. <laughs> I don't know who Tim Robbins is. You have a letterboxed. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, Edward's through the door. Explosions. He's roaring. Um, and so he's like midair 
through the door. I just imagine Edward sees everything very slow motion, you know? Yeah. No, I feel like this entire chapter is spoken in slow motion Mm -hmm. because I, I feel like everything that happens in this chapter in real time would take about four and a half minutes, Mm -hmm. but it's very long in Edward time. I think it's all spoken in slow motion. If you guys have seen like X-Men days of future past, you know, Quicksilver and how he's just so fast that he can like stop and like, uh, mess with people while they're like doing their mm. stuff and things are exploding and he's just like mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. that's exactly how I imagine vampires are when they're doing their normal speed stuff that's cool so I think Edward's like midair and he can see like all the wood exploding and he looks down and he sees James well and James like okay so Bella is already laying there bleeding and instead of defending himself James is like shit and he just goes straight for Bella like he doesn't he's like I can't this is my last second that I can do this mm-hmm. it's very very creepy yeah so Edward like slowly sees Bella like put her hand out mm-hmm. and then he sees James go for her uh, but he tackles him mm-hmm. right off of her it's the straight leap Mm-hmm. No parabolic arc. Mm-mm. Fly. Like spider monkey through the door. Exactly. Yep. Uh, pushes him over, smashes him into the floor. The floor is broken. And he just literally pulls him, kicks him over to Emmett. I know. It's so cool. It's uh-huh. such a cool like visual. It is a, it's a leap, grab, chuck with his foot. Mm-hmm. Like push with your foot over to Emmett. And Emmett, man... We don't get to see this, but this is like joy. And finally, I get to do the thing for Emmett. Yes. He's like, thank you. I would like to uh, murder. Very murder. Right now. <laughs> um, and Edward also, he's like, this thing is just like a thing. James is not a person to me. He's just a thing. And Emmett and Jasper can have this toy. Because I need to take care of something more important. Well, which yeah. Is Bella. Yep, yep, yep. So he looks over at Bella as he suspected and knew all along she was going to be laying there crumpled in a heap by the wall. So, um, you know, he goes over to her and everything is red. Everything is red. And you know how he, like, at the airport, he was like, oh, no. But then he's like, I got to focus. And then while he was driving, he was like, oh, no, all the visions just got to focus on driving. Now he's like, oh, no, Bella. Oh, no, Bella. It's all bad right now. He loses it at this point. Uh, She's laying there, eyes closed, hand a limp, heartbeat not working very well. Well, and here, like, let's think about this, too, for just a sec. Like, contrast this with the first day that Edward met Bella where it was like just a whiffing scent of her he was ready to kill every single child there plus her and and then everybody else in Forks because he would have had to then but now her blood is literally everywhere blood fresh flowing actively bleeding blood is everywhere and he it's not even a temptation for him right now He's just focused on getting James away from her and making sure that she doesn't die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. He, he says he doesn't even think about it. He's just like right next to her, like looking at her. Uh, he's doing such a good job. He's so strong. Mm-hmm. He goes, fire burned through my chest and my head, but I couldn't separate out the different kinds of pain. I was afraid to touch her. She was broken in so many places. I could make it worse. 
Um, I heard my own voice rambling the same words over and over again. Her name. No, please. Again and again, like a record skipping, but I wasn't in control of the sound. I heard myself screaming Carlisle's name, but he was already there, kneeling in the blood on her other side. The words pouring from my mouth weren't words anymore, just mangled, heaving sounds. Sobs. Edward. He's just a cry. He He just became a cry. (laughs) He can't, though. And that's what's so, like, oh, my gosh. This is a being who literally cannot shed a tear sobbing. Mm -hmm. Um, He has completely dissociated from the situation where he's, like, he's hearing himself. He's pulling a Bella. He's hearing himself do this. He's knowing that he's doing it. He's just like, he's not actually doing it in a way. His brain is not. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. So Carlisle's there and he's given Bella the full look-see-loo over. Um, And then he's looking. So he like looks over her body. He finds like broken ribs, broken leg, but then he goes to her head. And he's touching all over her head, finding out all the places she's cut and everything. And Edward's like, I can't even see what he's doing. Everything's just red. Um, it's finally at this point where Bella starts to cry, and he screams her name, and then Carlisle tells him that she's lost some blood. Her head wounds aren't deep, but watch out for her leg because it's broken. Here again, Edward hears a howl that's so loud it goes through the entire room, and he thinks that maybe it's James, and he should go help Emma and Jasper. Um, so we like he mind checks them, but they're fine, and then he's like, oh, that was me. So Carlisle's like, I think she also broke some ribs, being too calm for Edward. (laughs) Carlisle's doing his best for Edward. He's just very, like, clinically thinking about what's going on with Bella, trying to not put any worry or emotion into his thoughts because he knows Edward might check. So Edward, he is listening, and he's like, okay, so Carlisle thinks we're in time. Nothing bad, nothing, nothing unreversible has happened to Bella yet. But Carlisle's also like, Bella will be fine if I can take care of her bleeding. She'll be fine if her uh, ribs didn't puncture her lung. And so Edward's just hearing ifs. And he's like, "Mm." oh, no. Uh, Edward's now wearing red jeans instead of blue jeans. I love me a red jean, but not under these circumstances. Mm -hmm. His arms are entirely covered with Bella's blood as well. Bella moans. He tells her that she's going to be fine. He asks if she can hear him, and she, he says, I love you. Finally, she says, Edward, and he says, yes, I'm here, and she says, it hurts. And he says, I know, Bella, I know. And then he's like, God damn it, I am so jelly of <laughs> Emma and Jasper right now. I want to be the one ripping, Emma, uh, ripping James apart, killing, making pain happen. Upon. He wants to turn James into bacon. Strips. He does. It's really disturbing. <laughs> uh, but in like deep down, he knows that no matter like whether or not he was able to like torture James for the rest of time, it wouldn't make up for what's happening to Bella. So he just lets it go. Um, he asks Carlisle if there's anything he can do to help, but he asks Alice to get his bag for him. Uh, Alice is having a hard time with the blood smell, but she's doing okay-ish and Edward just keeps staring at Bella 
He says that she was paler than he'd ever seen her before, which we already know she's practically translucent. Yeah, didn't he at one point say that she looked dead because she was so pale? Uh Oh, no. She's (laughs) paler than death at the moment. Um, And Alice isn't over here yet, so he, like, listens to what's happening with her. And then he's like, oh, Alice is having a hard time with the blood. And he goes, I'd had yet to truly register the lake of blood I was kneeling in. I knew somewhere inside my body was probably reacting to it. But whatever that reaction was, it was so deep below the pain that it hadn't surfaced yet. Can you believe how far he's come from just when he first met her till now? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm here 575 pages. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, two weeks? Like the character arc for our guy. Poor guy. Yeah, in Edward time. Two weeks. (laughs) He also knows that Emmett and Jasper are starting to have a hard time with it, too. Um, But they have taken James apart and are moving his parts to another room and pulling wood over to it. Edward's like, I hope those parts can feel pain. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Emmett is more worried about Jasper, though. He can tell that Emmett is actually doing fine. Um, he goes, his concern for Bella was deeper than his usual carefree frame of mind allowed for. <laughs> he loves her. Mm-hmm. Carlisle tells Alice to hold her breath, and so she does, and she puts his bag next to him, and then she leaves to get some fresh air. Um, when she opens the door, Edward can hear sirens, but he can tell that they're going in a different direction than where they are. And so he thinks that because they parked on that weird street, hopefully they don't find the car. Suddenly then, Bella asks for Alice, and Edward tells her that she's here and that she knew where to find her. And then Bella tells Edward that her hand hurts. And Edward's like, your hand hurts. (laughs) Interesting thing to point out. He's like, broken femur, broken ribs, 18 cuts on head, and she's worried about her hand. Mm -hmm. Weird. So he's like, I know, Carlisle will give you something, it'll stop. And Carlisle... Our surgeon of the year here is suturing so quickly that his hands are a blur. And then Edward tells us that no bleed could escape his eyes. He was able to repair the larger vessels with tiny stitches that another surgeon would not have been able to duplicate under perfect conditions, even with mechanical assistance. Here's where I'm convinced Bella was going to die, if not for Carlisle. Mm -hmm. Like he did it. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Edward's like, why is he taking so long? He needs to give her painkillers, but whatever. And then, all of a sudden, Bella sits up. (laughs) And Carlisle's like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm suturing your head. So he holds her with one hand. (laughs) She opens her eyes, which are red. Not from vampire stuff, but from blood vessels and also blood is in them. And she screams. And she tells Edward, my hand is burning Mm, Bella and so Edward's like Bella what is happening was I hurting her and then she just starts screaming about the fire someone needs to put out the fire and Edward understands what she's saying but he doesn't comprehend what she's saying yeah he's not in his own body at all right Mm now he's like okay what should could she mean like what is happening? I Okay, I have to look at her hand. What is she saying about her hand? So he looks down and he sees that there's just this tiny 
little cut across the edge of her hand and he's like she shouldn't even be able to feel that tiny cut compared to everything else that she has but he realizes that he needs to tell Carlisle because he under he knows that this is a vampire bite so he's like Carlisle her hand <laughs> and so Carlisle looks over and he stops suturing and he's like oh, he bit her <sighs> and Edward's like okay the fire is venom and he remembers that slow motion jump through the door <laughs> and how he pushed James away, but his mouth was open and he, Edward must have been a millisecond too slow. I mean, just barely. Just barely. But I mean, good thing, too, because if he hadn't gotten there right at that second, she would already be like turning because mm-hmm. it's just such a tiny, shallow, like shallow slice. Uh-huh. Short, just right there. Short shallow short shallow slice well that's hard to say uh-huh so carlisle has stopped doing everything now and edward's like why have you stopped but carlisle knows that it doesn't matter what he does because even though he's such a great suturer the vampire venom (laughs) will do an even better job than he could and it says everything broken inside her would knit would knit together on its own every shattering but oh my gosh (laughs) every it's hard do you want me to read it (laughs) i got this watch (laughs) i got this (laughs) everything broken inside her would knit together on its own every shattered bone every gash every tiny leaking tear beneath her skin all would be whole soon her heart would stop and never beat again and bella is now just a scream and alice gets edward's attention And she comes over and she's moving the hair back from Bella's face. And she's thinking to Edward, you can't let it happen this way. Because she's remembering that this is basically what happened to Carlisle. And this is basically what Carlisle did to Edward. was just a tiny bite on the hand. So she tells him, Edward, you have to do it. And he's like, okay, I could speed up this process and make it faster for Bella. She wouldn't have to suffer as long. Um, the fire would torture her for days, just not as many days. And at the end of it, and Edward's like, nope, mm-mm, no vampire Bella. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but Alice's vampire Bella bestie vision now is like the clearest <laughs> it's ever been. And Alice is like, hello, what have I been saying for the past few weeks? <laughs> this. I told you this was going to happen. And then Edward remembers Rosalie. And he remembers how Rosalie hates everything. Always. <laughs> And she's never forgiven anyone for anything that's happened to her. Fair. That's a fine thing for him to remember and think about. However, Bella's nothing like her. Mm-hmm. Bella never had all those wants and wishes and plans and dreams. Yeah. And in all the conversations that they've had together, this is the one thing he's never asked her mm-hmm. is her opinion on becoming a vampire and like. They could have at least talked about it, you know? I mean, but they've only been together for like four days. <laughs> four days. They were simply on their first date and They a half. were. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, could I bear to have Bella stare at me with the same regrets for the next thousand years? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> to have her with me? Absolutely, I could. Mm-hmm. But was it better if she could grasp every ramification and every loss? Would she choose this way? 
And then he's like, do I even know what it means? I don't know everything I've traded in exchange for immortality. When we just killed James, did he just disappear into nothingness? And is that going to happen to me someday? Or did he go to hell? And am I going to go to hell? So that's a lot of Edward stuff happening. (laughs) I mean, I love me some Edward stuff Mm -hmm. happening. Bella asks for Alice again. And he's like, does she, does she realize that Alice is here? Or is, does she just know that I'm useless? She knows you're useless. She wants Alice to turn her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you, Edward. Bella's screaming again. Alice is begging Edward to hurry up and do it because she doesn't think that she is strong enough to not just drain every bit of blood out of Bella's body. <laughs> <laughs> There's hardly any left in there. True. Uh, Alice saw that I was drowning. She saw my future spinning out into a thousand different kinds of despair. On the outer edges, she even saw me doing the one unimaginable thing that I hadn't yet consciously considered. The thing I was sure I was too weak for. Until I saw it in her mind, I didn't realize that that version even existed inside my head. Now I could see it. Killing Bella. Huh. He's like, should I? I can stop her pain. I can give her heaven, a different kind of afterlife than any other future might have for her. But he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not in the best frame of mind to make that decision right now. No, I don't think you're supposed to make really big decisions like that when you're in the middle of a trauma. Mm -hmm. Right. And also Bella is screaming like (laughs) this is not the time for me to be like, hmm. What are the eternal ramifications of this decision? Uh (laughs) When Edward finds himself in times of trouble, Carlisle Cullen calls to him. Good, good, really right? good. So he checks in with Carlisle, and Carlisle's just thinking about a desert snake. And Edward's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was counting on you, Carlisle. <laughs> but then Carlisle's like, I think there might be a chance. And he's like, why is he hopeful? Like, what is happening? And he's like, what? <laughs> and Carlisle's like, well, okay, listen. You might be able to suck the venom back out. The wound is pretty clean. And Edward turns into a statue. Yeah. And Alice is like, excuse me, what? Suck out the venom? (laughs) She's like, listen, Carlisle, I know that doesn't work. That's not how you cure a snake bite. I did a Google search on that. You need maggots. (laughs) (laughs) And Carlisle's like, I don't know, but like, it's an option. Yeah, we may as well do a thing Mm -hmm. than no thing. Uh Uh-huh. So Edward's like, okay. The venom spreads through the blood. So it's starting here and it's slowly working its way up her arm. And if I wait too long, it's going to be too far up her body. Whatever, you know? I so do. he's like, I don't have time to think about this. But he's like, but Carlisle, you're forgetting I am a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to taste the blood and that's going to be it. And he goes, only the burning she was feeling now was stronger than the flames in my throat. So he's like, Carlisle, I don't know if I can do that. And Carlisle's like, well, Edward, it's up to you. But if you want to do it, now's your time. And he's like, I can't help you. If you're going to be sucking blood out of her hand, I have to stop the bleeding in her head. And now Bella is just flipping and flopping around. Too much pain, screaming his name. 
And she opens her eyes and she looks straight into his. And now that she's flopping, Carlisle needs to brace her leg. So he has Alice go and get something for him. And Alice starts pulling apart the floor. And finally, Carlisle yells at Edward, you must do it now or it will be too late. And Bella's just still staring at him. And he's looking back at her and his Bella was burning and I was exactly the wrong person to save her. Absolutely and literally the worst person in the entire universe for this task. Oh, no. But I was the only one here to do it. And so he says to himself, self... You have to do this. There is no other way. You cannot fail. Oh, my goodness. And then I bracketed the entire next two pages. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the regular read along with Emily section of the podcast. Goes. <laughs> I grasped her twisting hand, smoothing her clenched fingers and holding them still. I stopped breathing and bent to press my mouth to her hand. The skin on the edges of the wound was already cooler than the rest of her hand, changing, hardening. I sealed my lips around the small gash, closed my eyes, and then began. It was only a trickle of blood. The venom had already begun healing the wound. Just a few drops to start with, barely enough to wet my tongue. It hit me like an explosion. A bomb detonating inside my body and mind. The first time I'd caught Bella's scent, I thought I'd be undone. That was a paper cut. This was a decapitation. Ugh. My brain was severed from my body. Oh my goodness. But it wasn't pain. Bella's blood was the opposite of pain. It erased every burn I'd ever suffered. And it was so much more than just the absence of pain. It was satisfaction. It was bliss. I felt suffused with a strange kind of joy, a joy of the body alone. I was healed and alive, every nerve ending thrumming with contentment. You know what that means. I do! (laughs) As I pulled from the wound, it reversed the effects of the venom. The blood started to flow steadily, coating my tongue, my throat. The sharp, icy taste of the venom was a weak counterpoint. It did nothing to interfere with the power of her blood. Rapture. Elation. Oh, no. My body knew well that there was more to be had close at hand. More. My body hummed more. But my body couldn't move. I'd forced it motionless and I kept it so. I could hardly think to know why, but I refused to release my hold. I had to think. I had to stop feeling and think. There was something outside the bliss. Pain. There was pain that the pleasure couldn't reach. Pain that was both outside and inside my mind. The pain was high-pitched and dissonant. It swelled into a crescendo. Bella was screaming. I reached out mentally for something to hold on to and found a life ring waiting. Yes, Edward, you can do this. See, you are going to save her. And Alice shows him every second he's going to spend with Bella for the rest of his life. (laughs) It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is where the tears start Mm -hmm. in like full force. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He sees Bella smiling, laughing, holding his hand, holding her arms out to him, staring at him, walking next to him, sitting beside him, sleeping in his arms, cheek against his, holding his face, kissing, just... So much Bella being healthy and alive and happy and with him. 
And he's like, okay, that's great, but <laughs> there's blood in my mouth. Bella's blood, actually. But Alice is like, I'll show you when. Just keep going. You can do this. And Edward's like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's getting real good now. I'm going to kill her. Okay, but wait. I have another option. Is this too gross or isn't there a puddle of blood on the floor? Just move your mouth right? to the floor. To the floor. I mean, think of all disgusting little kids who were like, oh, I spilled my lemonade. Oh, well. Just off the counter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He just a cat. Just start. Right like, there. Mm-hmm. He is. A- oh. He's a cat. He could just lick up the whole room. <laughs> IMO. Literally, it's only her blood. Mm. What's a little dirt going to do to him? This is a good solution. Good solution. (laughs) Um, He's like, I'm going to kill her. But then Bella says his name. And Alice is like, yep, he's right here. And Edward's like, yep, I'm right here killing you. (laughs) (laughs) And now for Edward, it's just blood. Even Alice inside his mind being like, Edward, get ready. It's going to be time. He's like, nah, blood. <laughs> and she does. She It's times him now, Edward. And he can now taste that he can't taste any venom, but he's now tasting something new chemically and weird. And he's like, okay, Carlisle did that quickly. It's morphine that he can taste. Mm-hmm. And so Alice is like, stop, Edward, now. <laughs> I just want to see her just like smacking his arms. Stop it. Pulling his Stop hair. it. <laughs> Grabbing him by the scruff of his neck and pulling him back. Mm-hmm. But now Bella says something. She says, stay, Edward. Stay with me. And he can hear that. Aww. And he says, the sound of her confidence was a key turning. It seemed to reconnect my brain to my body. It made me whole again. I just love it. And right before that, he goes, her quiet voice slid into my head somehow stronger than Alice's panic louder than all the chaos inside and around me cute (laughs) and I simply let her hand fall away from my lips I raised my head and looked at her face oh my gosh and he says to her I will (laughs) Carla's like did you get it all and he's like yep (laughs) I did I can taste the morphine now so Carla's like Bella is your fire gone and she says yes thank you Edward and he says, I love you. She says, I know. <laughs> Cute. Edward laughs at her. He's like, oh, my gosh. She's literally here dying. I'm covered in her blood. And she can still make me laugh. Of course, Bella. We're simply meant to be. <laughs> and then Carla's like, Bella, where's your mom? And she's like, ugh. She's in Florida. Edward, you won't believe this. He watched our tapes. It was all a joke. <laughs> and Edward's like. She's really offended by that. (laughs) Um, But then we figure out why Bella's been asking for Alice all this time. It's because she's been trying to tell Alice that, uh, watch the video. He knew you, Alice. He knows where you came from. Also, I smell gasoline. (laughs) Which Emma and Jasper, they've already burned James at this point. And they're now just covering the entire ballet studio in gasoline. It says that they siphoned the accelerant do you think they they siphoned it into their own bellies and then they just went in there and just spit it all over the place (laughs) why would you get a container when you are there's no reason literally no reason okay that was all I could picture was them like we siphon it in we spit it back out okay they're just vomiting gasoline (laughs) well and their own venom is is also an accelerant too so it's like just a win-win Extra, extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. 
Alice goes over and she picks up the video record- recorder, which is still on BTW, and she turns it off. And uh, the second she decided to go pick up the camera, she suddenly sees lots of stuff flashing through her mind. But she's like, I can't deal with this right now. We're going to do this later. So Carlisle's like, okay, we have to move her. Also, it's probably not great for Bella to be smelling all this gasoline anyway. But Bella's like, no, I want to sleep. And Edward's like, oh, you can sleep, sweetheart. I'll carry you. Oh, no. So sweet. (laughs) So Carlisle, he has Bella all bandaged up and ready for the move. And so he says, moving more carefully than I ever had before, I lifted her from the blood-soaked floor, trying to support every part of her. Sleep now, Bella, I whispered. Oh, end chapter. Absolute angel. He is an angel. Mm -hmm. That's why that chapter is called Angel in in Twilight. Mm -hmm. He did it. He did it. I don't know why I was worried. I was worried. I've read Twilight. Okay, and here's the thing. Like, I was reading this chapter today, and I was like, imagine if this book was my first introduction to the Twilight series. If I hadn't read Twilight and I was reading this, I'd been like, shit, mm-hmm. he's going to kill her. He's going to, I mean, just like so scared and he doesn't. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's such an angel. Yes. Cutie, cute, 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 cute. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> the next chapter is super short. But very cool uh, stuff I wanted to know. I'm very nervous to get into the last couple chapters. I keep seeing some really beautiful, like, artwork that's telling me what's going to happen. It's kind of freaking me out. I'm People keep saying, you can do this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous, but I think I can do it. We'll do it together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, you guys are awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. For, tell a friend. Tell mm-hmm. tell your mom to listen. Yeah, tell your mom definitely about us. And remember, who needs a gas tank when you have a lung? A lung. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> they breathe it in. They suck it into their bellies and they breathe it into their lungs. You got two lungs. places to put it. <laughs> You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.